Welcome back. Another brand new episode. Nothing important podcast. Your host, Matt Reyes. You're a year. How's everybody doing? Chilling once a motherfucking again. And I'm out of it. This is my fortress of solitude. Anybody into comic books? I'm not. Um, but, you know, mainstream media. When something is popularized, regardless if you are a fan of that thing or not, it will be shoved down your throat. No homo. And uh, Superman is something that was just a reoccurring theme in, in all of our lives. Everybody, you know, knows about Superman, 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 Batman, Batman, Superman, Superman, Batman. Um, <laughs> I'm remembering a dirty ass joke my father told me. My father didn't raise me. He would pop up like every four years, like cicadas, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, cicadas going to a deep slumber and then they just wake up and they're real loud. That was my dad. My dad would, uh, he would pop up every, every fucking skip year and uh, <laughs> would show up with some gifts and act like nothing happened. And I remember one time when he was popping up, you know, I, I, increments of four. So what was it like four, eight? Uh, 12 years old. I was something. I think I had to be probably around eight years old because it was incredibly inappropriate what he did. Um, he told me this dirty ass joke um, <laughs> about the super friends. Uh, let me see if I remember the joke. Joke was basically, so the super friends, they they all group up. They're chilling on the roof. They just finished beating the villain. It's uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, the Hulk, everybody's chilling on the roof and they, it's a hot day and it's summertime and they're like, yo, you know what I want to do? I want to go to the fucking beach. You know, they, they were like, yo, let's go to the fucking beach. So, um, Wonder Woman, she goes into her invisible car and she starts driving to the beach first. And, uh, as everybody starts heading over, it's just, um, Superman and the Hulk left behind and they have this short conversation. They just chatting with each other right before they go to the beach and, uh, Superman's like, yo, I, I just got to tell somebody about this, man. You know, you, you a longtime friend of mine. I got a crush on Wonder Woman. I got a crush on Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> I got to think for her. And, you know, she. I don't think she's feeling me. I just don't know how to approach her, this, that, and the third. And Hulk is like, you're the fastest man on the planet. You know what you should do? We're going to the beach. She's going to have her bikini on. Just go fly down when she's tanning. And fuck her at the, the speed of light. You can fucking get away with this, right? Just go fuck her at the speed of light. She's not going to know what the fuck happened. You're gonna, you know, you can get what you want. Superman's like, you're a genius. So they head over to the fucking beach. They're rapey ass superheroes. They head over to the motherfucking beach. And what happens? Superman is flying above and he sees exactly the, the picture that the Hulk painted for him. He sees a Wonder Woman sprawled out on the beach, big ass cheeks out, thong on. And he's horny. He's like, yo, I'm going to go fuck her. Real fast, she ain't gonna know what's gonna happen. So he goes down there, speed of light, brrr, fucks the shit out of her, comes. It was great, flies back up. And um, Superwoman goes, or Wonder Woman goes, what the fuck was that? And the invisible man says, I don't know, but my ass hurts. Ah! No. <laughs> my dad told me that when I was eight years old. Um, yeah, some wild shit. Why was I talking about Super Friends? I was talking about motherfucking Super Friends because... Um, I don't remember. Don't matter though, right? Nothing important podcast. Nothing's important. Nothing important. Um, yeah, man. I'm chilling once again. 
chilling once a motherfucker again, man. Oh, I was talking about Fortress of Solitude. It all makes sense now. This is my office is my Fortress of Solitude. This is where I go if I was Superman uh, to get my peace of mind, I guess. I'm staring right now at this beautiful, uh, my, my, my girl, she bought this big old like white cardboard and then bought the little 64 set of crayons, little 64 set. That's the, that's the granddaddy. You know, that's the big one. That's the big boy. Um, but yeah, she got the, the big old Crayola shits and my daughter was coloring today. She was just fucking in love with it and she, it got her a little bit too stimulated and she started trying to, I guess, she was turning to like a B-boy. She started trying to do fucking breakdance moves on the cardboard. So we had to, we had to get it away from her before she destroyed her art. But I'm staring at that right now in the office. And, um, you know, I'd love to say that my daughter was a talented artist. It's a lot of scribbling. Let's just be fucking honest. She's, she's, she's 19 months. But, um, no, I just, it's beautiful to introduce your child to new fucking things. And it's like you rediscover things through their initial discovery of it. I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Talk about motherfucking discoveries. I was on worldstar.com, my favorite website. It's a motherfucking fun time. If you want to see a bitch with a big booty shake her ass, or you want to see two Mexican slap boxing on the seven train, or you want to see some guy in Brooklyn kicking an Asian lady onto the train tracks, whatever the fuck gets your dick hard. You know what I mean? So on this website. I was on there. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, the future is upon us. Am I talking again about fucking Elon Musk Neuralink? Where he's going to stick a chip in, in the side of your, your fucking head and you're going to get smarter? Nope. Am I talking about the robots that he built? That he's going to unleash on mankind and we're all going to be slaves to some sentient artificial intelligence? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that is a little bit more positive, ladies and gentlemen. The first flying vehicle. Well, not the first flying vehicle. The first flying car. First flying car. This flying vehicle is all over the fucking sky right now. But what I'm talking about, and I'll give you a little visual. I'll describe how it looks. It's complete fire. Like, this shit is, is absolutely incredible. It looks like a, a big drone. That's what it looks like. It looks like a big two-seater drone. It has four propellers, carbon fiber propellers, um, two doors, and it was like metallic silver. You know, decent kind of like minimal interior. But this is incredible. This is incredible. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we, you know, a new. I, I have some questions about it, though. I'm curious, like, how are they going to, like, enforce traffic laws in the sky if this is to be a thing going forward? If it's going to be like the fucking Jetsons, you know, we still act like the Flintstones, but we have Jetsons technology. So we're all going to be flying around in the sky. How do we navigate without roads? You know, are they going to do like. Are they going to beam up lights into the sky and it's going to be just like a visual, the visual lines that you stay in between? You know, maybe that, maybe some of the technology that Tesla already uses, you know, tech, the technology in Tesla was it does like autopilot and autopilot basically just reads the road based off of the lines on the road. Maybe they could create computer program knowledge of routes for these vehicles. So they're not like 100% autonomous, but people couldn't just like fucking drive, drive anywhere that they wanted in the sky. It would be like designated fly areas. You know, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. Um, but yeah, that's fucking incredible, man. That's incredible shit. Uh, I would like a flying car. 
I would enjoy me a flying car, you know? And I'm scared of fucking heights, you know? <laughs> I think my biggest fear, like, I read all these books that talk about facing your fears, self-help shit, but also, like, allegories and metaphoric, you know, texts that kind of allude to the fact that the greatest treasures in life are right beyond our greatest fears. Those obstacles that are in front of us that we don't want to go through, the things that terrify us, uh, right beyond that is the, the pot of gold that you're fucking looking for in your lifetime, allegedly, but doesn't really make sense with my life because I have very unique fears that I'm not understanding how if I faced them, I would make money. You know, uh, my biggest fear is probably like a roller coaster. That terrifies the fuck out of me. <laughs> I don't like the idea of that at all. I do not like that. You know, I don't mind being on a plane. I don't mind driving in a vehicle at 110 miles per hour, even with a little buzz. You know, that don't scare me. But being on a roller coaster, that shit terrifies me, yo. That shit terrifies the fuck out of me. It's probably because I'm on Reddit all the time and I see like horrible fucking accidents on roller coasters. I see freak accidents, you know, with vehicles and all this other shit, but nothing impacts me when like when I see... A roller coaster accident? They always happen in Mexico and China. I, <laughs> I gotta say, for the, the places that we outsource building to, they don't take a lot of time to fucking build correctly for themselves. You know, like China manufactures all of our shit. You know, Mexico makes a lot. I don't know if Mexico makes a lot, but they work really hard. You would imagine that their infrastructure was sturdy. Nope. I was watching one of the most recent ones. There's like a billion Chinese ones because there's just a lot of people over there. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking people over there. There's a lot of amusement parks. It's like, you know, tons and tons of shit going on over there. So you can see an abundance of that. But the one I saw in Mexico was pretty fucking rough. It was this, um, it was like a, a, a circular uh, roller coaster. It's not even a roller coaster. It was like a circular ride that people, it was a big circle. On top of a large cylinder, cylinders going vertically. The large circle platform is sitting on top of the cylinder. It's a humongous structure. Off of that cylinder are little, what appears to be from the distance, like ropes. And they're like metal chains. And on the bottom of those chains are seats. So it's like a, a large merry-go-round. And every two people fit in a, you know individual seat. And there's a whole bunch of those seats just going around in that circle. And the ride starts. And as the ride continues picking up speed, the ropes naturally go and kind of flatten out almost parallel to the cylinder that's sitting, the circle that's sitting on top of the, um, what the fuck am I doing here? Whatever. Uh, but you get it. You get it. It's one of those rides. And the shit just tilted a little bit. <laughs> It's not funny. This is not funny at all. But it tilted just a little bit. And like two chairs just flew off. Like the chains broke. Ding, ding. And one person hit a tree. And those people were horribly maimed but survived. In the other one, it was just a little girl. It's a two-seater. But it's a little girl, seven-year-old girl. She was sitting by herself and just instant death. That's what I spend my time looking at on Reddit. 
And uh, that should reaffirm to anybody who's thinking when the springtime or summertime rolls around, you have a long winter to fucking think about this. Don't get on roller coasters. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. If there is a spiritual realm, if there are devils and angels and a God and a Satan, you are spitting in the face of all of them by getting on something that's like, hey, maybe this will kill me. Eh? You know, I don't get that. I don't get people jumping out of planes. I don't get that shit, yo. Like, have you ever gotten your dick sucked? Have you ever tried drugs? It's way better. I'm sure. <laughs> you don't have to go through that threshold of psychological and physical pain to, uh, to get the high. You could just go smoke some weed, bro. There's some weed out there that you would think is a Schedule 1 narcotic. I know it's just been pardoned by the president, but I can point you in the direction of some dispensaries in Los Angeles where if you go and you smoke that shit, you're not going to believe it's marijuana. You're going you're gonna to fucking get in the paranoid fret and start trying to fight the people behind the counter and tell them that they, they fucking laced you. That's how potent there's, there's marijuana out there. You go do that, man. Don't fucking jump out of a plane like you're fucking Tom Cruise. Like, what is the point of it? I don't understand what the point of that shit is, you know? I always make these assumptions with these things, and I'm an idiot. You know, what the fuck do I know? But I always assume it has to be like people who have tasted what life has in store. Um, you know, they, they've experienced everything. They kind of maybe even gotten numb to the shit. Because I can't imagine what gets you to the point... Where you want to fucking throw... You have to have be a little bit sadistic, right? You got to like pain a little bit. <laughs> that one don't get me there. Um, I could probably... And this is this is how crazy my fear is for roller coasters. I don't know what about a roller coaster just gets me uneasy. But I would jump out of a plane with a parachute on my back before I got onto a, roll, a big roller coaster. That's what the fuck I'm... I don't know why. I don't know why. Doesn't make sense to me either. I'm, I'm sure that the survival rate or the effect on my body is probably going to be more positively correlated to a roller coaster. But I'm just telling you how it fucking is, man. I, I'm not getting on one. I'm not getting on one of those. I won't do it. I won't do it. It's so bad, too. I'm a grown-ass fucking man. I'm a grown-ass man. I will go with my family. I'll go with my girl, my baby, my sister, her boyfriend to a Six Flags Understanding that there is no amount of peer pressure that's going to put me on the ride. Understanding that I could just go there and chill the fuck out. Go get one of them humongous ass Gatorades for $29.99 in the cup that doesn't last. That they say is going to fucking last forever. And you bring it home. You put it in the dishwasher and it melts. And that fucking thing. Right? I, I know that that's the game plan. I go into with that mentality. And the second I put my foot on the fucking lot, I get the bubble guts. Shit starts fucking churning in my stomach. I'm that scared of that shit. I know I'm not even going to get on the fucking ride and my ball's still fucking right into my throat. Ayo. Um, no, it's, it's just, I don't know. I think everybody has like an irrational fear, right? Everybody has a fear that's like, fuck. You know, why am I scared of that? Um, roller coasters, for me, I, I've been on them before. That That might be, it's probably PTSD. Like I had enough of a shock from a bad experience on a roller coaster when I was a child that my brain is just like, fuck out of here. <laughs> this is not happening again. You know? Um, it's probably what it is. I used to go to the ride playland growing up. You know, did the little rides in Coney Island. Been to Six Flags when I was a kid. And I hated it then, but I, w I just went. Peer pressure. 
I went on the rides, but now fuck out of here, bro. The fuck out of here. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. What's your irrational fear? You know? That's funny, man. Like, (laughs) phobias in the last three years must have fucked some particular phobias. Like, people who are, who have a phobia of needles. (laughs) Anybody had a phobia of needles during a global pandemic? I didn't get vaccinated, but I'm just a dickhead and I don't mind people judging me. You know, somebody wants to sit there and talk their fucking ass off. I'll troll them for four or five hours where they tell me about how the technology works and how I'm a fucking Trump supporter and how I'm an idiot or I'm killing somebody's grandma in Nebraska. Whatever the fuck they want to tell me. Show me whatever skewed statistics and tell me why I'm stupid for not taking the vaccine. I don't mind sitting through that. I enjoy it. I relish it. I want to hear what people's minds like are like. I enjoy that shit, you know, but for individuals unlike myself who maybe even agreed with getting vaccinated, but they're scared of needles, <laughs> they got outcasted by society as well. You know what I mean? You know, that's fucked up, man. Sorry to you guys. Because um, that's true, man. You're just people that are like terrified of fucking needles. There was a show. What was that fucking show, yo? Nah, I'm, I'm going to ruin my fucking night. I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'll be on YouTube looking up thousands of videos of people with phobias. Because there was this show on that, that network that, sh- I think it's TLC, which stands for Tender Loving Care. But this was the most brutally, <laughs> it was like a dinner for schmucks TV network. It was, just, it was all about grouping as many retarded people in a room. Different categories of retard, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not like mentally retarded, just the dumbest people in society. You know, the, the worst drug addicts, um, <laughs> you know, the midget love people. And that's fucked up. They're not even stupid. They're just short. But, you know, that's how that works, right? Um, everybody's that's different is retarded. And um, the one that I'm talking about is like people who had like extreme phobias of certain things. And um, I remember seeing episodes like that. It would be like a bitch that fucking, she goes crazy if she sees a needle, you know? And I I think that lady's normal. She probably had an event in her life. Something scared the fuck out of her. She had some, you know, trauma associated with the needle. Or maybe it's just like her biological wiring tells her that that's danger. For whatever the fuck reason, we all different, unique vessels, Right. But some people had some wild shit. Some people had some like wild ass fucking phobias. You know? Even, you know what was more interesting than, than that show though? There was the one with the phobias. But then there was like the My Strange Addiction. And I remember <laughs> this one episode. There was like some black lady from Massachusetts. And she was eating her couch. And she was just like fucking pitching the shit out of this shit. She had a big ass hole in the side of her couch that she was snacking on. She was digging her hand into the hole and taking the filling out and eating that shit at mass. It was like fucking crazy. Um, and I wonder if she's dead yet. She's, <laughs> she's got to be dead, right? Your body can't digest cotton or whatever the fuck is in a couch. That was crazy. It'd be people eating glass or like, I'm like, holy shit, man. That's what people have to understand. There's always levels to this shit. You can think you're the freak show. You can think you're the outcast from society, that you're different, that you're antisocial. 
You know, everybody likes to have that little fucking character in their brain, that little persona that they pull out when they want to feel like a fucking victim. But there are really people on this planet that are strange. Almost 8 billion people now. Almost 8 billion people on planet fucking Earth. You got to imagine that there's a large group. I'm not talking about the majority of the people. I'm just saying there's a big number out there of strange fucking people. You know? I see that's where we're going in society. Like talking about like entertainment. We are such a vain, judgmental society. I'm I'm included. You know, I'm trying to better myself, but I'm a piece of shit as well. I critique. I sit back and I critique. But that's how society works at large. So much so that I feel like the only way that we could entertain people in the future is like... <laughs> It's kind of like a dinner for schmucks thing. You, have you ever seen that movie Dinner for Schmucks? Where it's like they get all these people with these um, personality disorders or they're just like dumb. And they have things that they think they're talented with. Like the main character in the movie is uh, Steve Carell. And he is a taxidermy artist. So he basically finds dead rats stuffs them and then like makes you know visual artwork <laughs> with the dead rat so he does like the you know what i'm saying the <laughs> the birth of christ he like recreates that with the three kings and you know a baby mouse yeah all this wild shit and these rich people these elites they have this secret club where they go and they find these people that think they're talented in this particular thing and they invite them to dinner and it's basically just to humiliate them. Like the, the idiots are not in on the joke. I feel like there's going to be a TV show like that. <laughs> like they're going to they're gonna find some way. Like maybe it's already happening. I see all this shit when I go on to Google, like the stories that pop up. I'm on Yahoo. I'm on Google. Um, anywhere that you get fucking news updates, you see all these reports about people's phones getting hacked or their televisions getting hacked or their servers getting hacked. And cameras getting access without their knowledge. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like, you know, the elites, the the conglomerate media corporations. They're just going to, they're going to program the AI to search out the most retarded people in society. <laughs> the stupidest people in society. And then they're going to just zero in on the most confident of those dumb people. And they're going to become the new stars. Right? They will be the new stars. Um, <laughs> that kind of happened organically. It wasn't as big brother as what I'm explaining, but that happened. Um, I don't think it was intentional either with uh, American Idol. American Idol was the the beginning of the fucking end. That <laughs> That is the beginning of the end in a lot of ways. It firstly killed art. It killed art because it made it this... A fractal of a fucking, you know, what once was a, a big, beautiful thing. This organic pursuit for people to express and the people who are the most talented uh, would pursue their crafts and, you know, by luck, by chance, by talent, um, they will become popular and there will be beautiful songs and every decade has them, every generation has them. We call this art. Um, I'm talking about music in particular, but then American Idol comes out and it's just pimping, 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 baby. 100% pimping, pimping. You get three people who are fucking judges, 
right? Paula Abdul. Um, <laughs> I don't know why she's judging singers. Uh, Randy. Randy was actually like, he was a music producer. So he was supposed to be there. And I don't know what the fuck Simon Cowell did. I don't know what Simon Cowell was really doing beside the show. His persona was just too fucking big. Um, whatever he was doing previous to that, that was just the journey. If you've read The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho, The Alchemist, um, if he was Santiago, the main character, and he was on a voyage to go find his personal legend, uh, <laughs> you have to understand whatever he was doing previous, that was just him treading through the desert. Because what he was meant to do was be a pompous asshole and sit there and judge people. That's what he's best at, right? So the show is a motherfucking hit. And what the intention was, was to make money kind of, once again, just zeroing in on the things that are profitable about talent or the music industry. And what happened as a byproduct that was not the intention is that retarded people showed up. <laughs> they didn't really think about that. I don't think they foresaw that. And I know when it started happening, they were like, oh, this is fucking gold. This is it. You know, I wonder if they were really expecting it to be that big, you know, they probably somebody had the idea it was a great fucking idea and they visualized, but you could not imagine it would be like they were on a, a fucking nationwide tour setting up camp in every major city, every bumfuck city. And the lines would be down the block. Everybody was willing to go on TV and humiliate themselves for a chance to be an American idol. Craziness. But it was a massive fucking hit. What does that tell you about American society? Ladies and gentlemen, that was like 20 years ago. We are way more fucked nowadays. <laughs> it's, it's, way, it's way more vapid and empty and materialistic and um, desperate, you know? Enter Instagram. Um, but yeah, man, they weren't anticipating that to be such a big fucking hit, I bet. And they also didn't anticipate the, the idiots to show up, you know? And when I call them idiots or I call them retarded, I really want to tread lightly, not because I give a fuck about anybody's opinion. I don't mean to offend. I'm not, I want these to be jokey jokies or me just talking. It's my therapy. Maybe you can use it for therapy for your fucking self, but I'm not saying retard like in an aggressive way. There are people who are on a lower spectrum. It's like short and tall people. There are people, like if I went to a fucking NBA locker room, I'm the retard in there, right? <laughs> I'm five foot 11. There's guys that their dicks start at five foot fucking 11, you know? Um, so that's what I mean. It's just a barometer of intellect. Some people are super fucking geniuses and some people don't have the same capacities as an average individual. It's just nature, you know? Stop being fucking sensitive, people. I don't know why I'm assuming anybody's being sensitive, but I'm just talking. So the retards show up. Um, <laughs> and what do you qualify as retards? There's different types of retarded people. There's obviously like mentally retarded. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are like high functioning, very stupid. And um, I might be one of those people. I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I might be one of those people. I think when you have the level of confidence that I do, delusional confidence, just an ability to go into any setting, believing I can complete the task, sometimes without any experience, sometimes without any preparation. I think you call that an idiot, right? Or maybe I just truly don't give a fuck. You decide, but I might be an idiot. 
I might just be including myself in the pool of idiots because I don't want you guys to think I'm talking bad about retards. The retards, American Idol, they lined up as well. And I don't think they anticipated that. And what did that do? That gave birth to a completely new angle of entertainment. Out of that came the exploitation of the, the meek of our society. You know, the people in the TV industry, the people in the entertainment industry said there is nothing that we can do. We cannot train a thespian. We cannot train a fucking uh, a director. We can't do anything to recreate the gold that is being produced by a fucking, you know, what was that Asian guy? <laughs> she bang, she bang. That shit was like, you know, if we're talking about like levels of captivating, holding attention, influence on society, you know, that's up there with Shakespeare. Let's be fucking honest. It's fucked up. But that holds <laughs> a lot of influence in modern culture, maybe more than Shakespeare nowadays. Um, yeah, but that's, 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 that's the craziness of life, man. That's the craziness of life. And that's why I say that that inorganic situation, which was the beginning of the end, American Idol and the retards showing up and singing their fucking hearts out and becoming famous. They became famous. They made money being retarded. You know, that gave birth to the society that we experience right now, where you would see young women fisting themselves with 12 inch plastic dildos. And when I say fisting, I didn't, that wasn't a fucking auditory typo. That was not a mistake. I didn't make a mistake there. It'll be a big fucking rubber dildo. And instead of a dickhead on the dildo, it'd be a fist. It's out there. Go look for it. <laughs> Go fucking look for it. They're going to be on their OnlyFans you know, causing irreparable damage to their intestines. And they do so and they make tons of fucking money. And I blame American Idol. That's what I do. Because it gave birth to, you know, stupid people making tremendous amounts of money just because it's, it's captivating and entertaining to look at stupidity. So back to what I think the future is fucking headed. They're going to access dumb people's cameras and the artificial intelligence that they program to, you know... They're not going to be sentient yet. It's not going to be full robot takeover. This is the stage right before it where we get so fucking stupid. The feedback loop, you know, the people want, they want to make money. So they say, okay, the people are dumb. How can we make more money? We got to give them even stupider content. So they go and they train the artificial intelligence programming to search out the stupidest people. They access their home laptops or their cell phones and they record them. They make a fucking show out of it. And five years after that becomes a motherfucking hit. That consumption of information for five years, it being such a, a mass event, everybody's fucking into it. It's just so captivating. You can't take your eyes off it. People are watching it like Game of Fucking Thrones. Every Friday, every Friday, new episode. After five years of that programming, even the most average... Of individuals in this nation will be they'll just in, intellect will be lowered. The smart guys' intellect will be lowered to what the average guys were. Right? Everybody will be stupid and will be ripe for the motherfucking picking. That's when the robots will take over. Ladies and gentlemen, do you fucking see what you know what I'm saying? This is like I got a crystal ball in my lap. I'm really just scratching my nuts, you know. <sighs> for anybody who's a continual listener to nothing important podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor, go on to the Instagram. I'm back. I was in IG prison. Niggas locked me up, man. They was claiming. They was false claiming. You know? I'm, I'm going to pull the race card, but I'm just a spig from the projects, man. 
I told them I ain't do it. They they were saying allegedly that I had been paying a third party service to get more followers on Instagram. I have less than 300 followers on Instagram. I'm brand new to the fucking site. I'm not paying anybody, but they put me in jail for like 10 days. I'm back. I could post again. I could like your shit. Um, I could make my reels. Go check those out. You know, tell me how you really fucking feel. Give me your critique in my DMs or put it on the motherfucking post. I'm not pussy. Stop being pussy your damn self. Tell me how you feel. Give me critique. Do whatever. Just interact with me, baby. Show me love. Um, but yeah, go do that. Go to the YouTube page. YouTube's still loading, but go subscribe. Start fucking with your boy. Content coming soon. Until next time.